Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy hump day. It is very appropriate that it is hump day because it's my favorite day of the week. Week. It's Theo's favorite day of the week. And today he's humping someone he really admires and is completely in love with seeing. Look at Theo. He's never been so happy in his life because we are joined by Tyler Cameron today. Hello, Tyler. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome back to the show. This time in a more official capacity. We're putting I you know. to work. Last time you got evicted, this place is beautiful. Thank you so much. You've now been to two of our studios. Uh-huh. You like this one better or the other one? Don't this lie. One, this one, this one's nice. You sure? I came in. It's beautiful. You got the the sign up. Look front. at this wallpaper. The wallpaper is nice. It's uh, decorated like the Bachelor Mansion. Yeah, well, better. Well, you're coming at us here today, not as a reality star, not as all the things that you are, but as an accomplished author. An author, yeah. My book comes out July 27th. I'm very excited for that. Um, it's called You Deserve Better. Tell me a little bit yes. about why a book. And what people can expect from this? Um, why a book? To, to talk crap to my English teachers back in high school who said I couldn't read or write. Uh-huh. Um, but for real though, uh, you know, we were talking about a book after the show, and um, I was like, what am I going to write about? Right. You know, I don't have anything to write about. Then I was kind of really sat back and thought about it, and I was seeing how I was kind of getting praised for all these things on the show as like this feminist icon and this respectful woke king and all these things like. Marie Claire wrote an article about master's class on consent that I mm-hmm. gave, all these things. I was like, I didn't do anything special. Right. I did what I hope my little brothers would do, what my friends would do. Like, I feel like I did, like, the bare minimum, mm-hmm. you know? And so, to me, I was like, well, there's an issue. Mm-hmm. And so, I was like, you know what? This may be, this is kind of what we can write off of. And so, that's kind of what we went for, and I dove into it. I learned a lot doing it, and it was, it was a good experience. And I love that you have a little insert in the middle with photos. I had the same thing, and these are really premium photos. I suggest getting the hard copy. Lots of uh, Tyler C. behind the scenes. Really, um, you're very photogenic. <laughs> so, yes, you got to get the book so you can see the photos. Yeah, the hardcover is so everything. I did the audio book, and I, I realized that the next book, if I do a next book, it's just going to be a picture book because the reading it was rough. What about a coloring book? A uh, coloring book would be good, too. You can just how, color me in. How long did it take you? I remember it was, it's so hot in that room. It's so boring, too. Oh, three days, like yeah. seven, eight hours a day. It was rough. It was rough, for sure. Your neck hurts, your throat hurts, everything hurts. So who is this book for? Like, who do you want to read this? What do you want the message to be? So this book is for anybody and everybody. This book is for women and men. Uh, You know, it's for your friend who you you think is in a bad relationship. It's Mm -hmm. for, for like like I say, like to my little brothers, like this is how we need to be treating women better Mm -hmm. or or your significant other better. And for women to realize, like, you know, we need to be treated better and, and... and to kind of see like red flags and things that are good and bad in relationships. Yeah. And you're in a relationship now. Was that a source of inspiration for the book? Uh, no, I actually wrote this book and finished it before I met her. Wow, she's not in the book. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no. Has like, that been a fight between you guys? No, I'm No, totally no, but, but I will say like, like we, you know, we were going, you know, we've been going, we've gone through things mm-hmm. as a relationship. And then I was like, I was reading my book and I was like calling myself out for things. Right. You know, so it was like a good self check on it. And, uh, 
you know, it's easy to preach it, but it's harder to do it. And then I was like reading, I was like, damn, I need to walk and talk it. You know? Yeah. So what's the key message? Like someone who's either not great at dating or is having trouble in a relationship. What do you think is like one of the key takeaways from your book that you want people to take I, I talk away a lot from about it. rejection too in there. Okay. and because because i feel like when you keep putting yourself out there and dating you're going to get rejected there's going to be rejection but i think rejection has always been a beautiful thing for me it's always led me to my best you know the real housewife things. of new jersey siggy flicker once said a man's rejection is god's protection yeah, I, I probably agree with that one. Yeah, <laughs> a woman's re rejection too sometimes, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I think uh, for me, it's just like I've been, I've had my, you know, events where I've came up short. You know, whether it's dating, whether it's football, whether whatever it is, but it's always guided me to a better direction. And so, like in dating, you're gonna get rejected. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's not gonna work out for you. But mm -hmm. keep going. You're gonna learn every time you do it. Yeah. Well, the book's available on the 27th of July, which is like literally in a few days. Yes. And it's available week. audiobook, ebook, hardcover, all the places. All the good stuff. And there's pictures in the middle. I, honestly, pictures are my favorite part of a book. That's my favorite part. It's the only thing I rolled through. I know you're headed on a flight after this. I do have an extra copy of my book if you want to. I have pictures in there too. Well, you take Just, that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll it's, take that one home with me. I don't know. It's kind of good. Like people seem to like it. Um, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited that you're in the city and that we're able to do this. We have a great show. Not only is Tyler going to be breaking down the Fast Five stories with me, even though. I'm not sure what what is your uh, involvement in pop culture. In pop culture, uh, very little. I yeah. got updated on everything before I got here. Right, right, so right. So I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> but and you do know. you find that you know more or less about pop culture since your recent, somewhat recent rise to fame? Because now it's like you could open a magazine and you could be in it. I was definitely under like a a, a hole, like a rock, like, yeah. under a rock. That's the term when I did my first, you know, before the show. And now the rock is cracked open a little bit, so I'm starting to get some stuff, but still. Totally not, you know, in with the pop culture. What are you passionate about? Sports? Sports. What do you think about Giannis? Giannis, he won, he won the MVP. You know, I was, uh, I was a big win for him. I was thinking, you know, now I can leave the yeah. Bucks, but we're not here to talk about basketball. No, I mean, I do talk about basketball because, I don't know if you guys know this, I'm not like other girls, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just, it's nice to find common ground. And, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people don't know, there's a big amount of crossover between pop culture and sports. So many celebrities dating, dating sports athletes, players, yeah. Croy Bierman and Kim Bierman. There's a lot to, there's a lot of parallels, and I just think that's important and worth noting. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't know who Croy Bierman and some Bierman is. Okay, but. so I'll tell you. Kim Bierman was mm -hmm. on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and okay. she was kind of like this breakout star because she was kind of chaotic, you know? Um, she had uh, a relationship with someone who she kept anonymous, named him Big Papa. It turns out he was married. So it was this very tumultuous journey for her. And then she met Croy Bierman, who played for the Atlanta Falcons. Ah. And she was a Real Housewife of Atlanta. So it was just kind of this like Atlanta royal couple. I don't know if everyone would agree with that, but I do. And they had a thousand children and they got their own show called Don't Be Tardy, which only recently got canceled, but it did go for eight seasons, but wow. it's a huge loss for the community for sure. And then it was all this drama with Croy's football because he was pretty good, but he got traded to the Bills. And then like a day into working on the Bills, they like fired him and then he never played in the NFL again. So that's the extent of my football knowledge. Okay. We lasted longer on the Bills than I did with the Ravens, so that's good. Oh, right. You <laughs> did play football. Yeah. Um, what was that like? It was good. It was good. Like I said, I had a, I basically had a cup of coffee with the Ravens and right. they said, no, get out of here, kid. Was it good coffee? It was, it wasn't good coffee. No. No, they didn't give me the good stuff. Just like border. Black like, and out. Black know? and out. Okay. Well, at least you got there. Exactly. It's truly like the journey, not the destination. Exactly. Rejection. It was a good rejection. Exactly. And then you wouldn't be here. I on wouldn't like, be here if it wasn't On like that. the 11th most watched podcast. Exactly. 11. It's like 12. Um, okay. So I want to dive into everything with Tyler C. Um, so get ready for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And today's sponsor is fresh from San Diego, California, the only sunglass brand we're ever going to wear again, Blenders Eyewear. And you're going to be just as hooked when, you s hooked when you see how awesome these shades are. I've been in the need for new prescription glasses because at night I can't really see the TV. I got the Heart Rush style and I've been wearing Ben's glasses for the last two years. And I'm finally, I'm feeling really good about having my own pair. They're kind of stunning and they came really fast. Um, Chase Fisher started Blenders by selling his beachy shades out of his backpack while doubling as a surf instructor on Pacific Beach. Unlike expensive big brand shades that you've probably lost or smashed in the past, blenders are actually affordable, so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable, inevitable happens. Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles from orange polarized wraparounds, tortoiseshell frames with purple lenses, to classic gold arms on black lenses. And it's not just sunglasses, they have prescription glasses, readers, blue lights, as well as a snow collection with goggles and accessories. Live life in forward motion with blenders. To score 15% off your blenders purchase, visit blenderseyewear.com and enter promo code TOASTVIP. That's blenderseyewear.com, code TOASTVIP for 15% off. Blenders, rocked with pride worldwide. We love a slogan that rhymes. All right. First up, I'm not going to lie. There wasn't a lot going on in the world today. So we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for news. But that's what we do here at The Morning mm -hmm. Toast, scrape the bottom of the barrel. But according to Vulture, Kanye West has confirmed his Donda release date with a Beats ad starring Shikari Richardson. So there's been a lot of hoopla about when Kanye will release his next album. But they did this little commercial for Beats by Dre starring Shikari Richardson, who was the Olympian, the runner that everyone was like obsessed with. And then she didn't end up running because she tested positive for marijuana. And it was like all this drama. But... Now she's kind of a star. Kanye West has confirmed the release date of his latest album, Donda, the way God intended. Via an ad for Beats by Dre headphones, Donda is set to drop this Friday, one day after the upcoming live-streamed live -streamed album listening event in Atlanta on July 22nd. So there's a lot to unpack here. One is that we're getting a new Kanye West album. Are you a Kanye West fan? Tyler I like Cameron. his old stuff. Big, old, big fan of uh, old Not Kanye. into the, the gospel. I just haven't really listened to it, no. It's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Okay. And I'm Jewish, but I love listening to Catholic Christian music. All right. All right. I'll or, what religion out. are you? Is that rude to ask? <laughs> no, I'm Christian. You're Christian. Do you yeah. listen to Christian music? No. It's really good. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There's this girl, Francesca Battistelli. I might be pronouncing that wrong. And she does like a lot of, as far as I know, I've obviously never been to church, but I think it's like very popular in the youth groups. Yep. And it's really, it's a bop. And she's talking about God, <laughs> but if you're, if you're not, you know, listening to it under that, you could think of it like... She's talking about a boyfriend, but she's really talking about the Lord. So you, know? you switch it up for yourself. Yeah, for me, okay. even though I'm married, but like still, like I could it's, be it's singing about, about your man. it's about my man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually really good music. I know you're going on a long flight, so if you need a playlist, I could send you my okay. Christian music playlist. <laughs> um, okay, but I wanted to ask you about what your thoughts on Shikari Richardson are. Do you keep up with the Olympics, Tyler? Saying? A little bit, a little bit, yes. And I think it's uh, amazing that you know she it sucks what happened to her with, mm -hmm. with not being able to run in the Olympics, but it's amazing that she's still getting tons of opportunities. Yes. to become a star because she is a star. Yeah, and I thought. What, sorry. No, 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 and, no. I just cut you her, off. Sorry. For her to get that deal with Dre and 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 Kanye, it's a big deal. And fabulous. Hopefully, she's making some money and she's. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing big things. What I was really disappointed in is that, like, they gave her that 30-day, what was it, like, a ban? And that meant she couldn't run, like, the one relay she was, like, really passionate about. But she did qualify for other events that happened after the 30-day ban. But then the Olympic team committee had, didn't yeah. choose her, even though she was eligible. And I just felt like that wasn't cool. Yeah, no, that's, it's tough. It's tough. and But you know what? She's still getting opportunities. I think it sucks that she doesn't get to do what she dreams of, but hopefully she'll still stay after it and have another opportunity down the road. And, you know, everything happens for a reason, so this might set her on a really exactly. beautiful path. Her rejection may set her up for something bigger. Exactly. I'm sensing a theme here today, here Tyler. Go. 
Yes. Um, well, I will be listening to this album. I'm really hoping. We reported yesterday that people who were at the album listening party said there wasn't any kind of lyrics or innuendos negatively towards Kim, which makes me really happy because they're still a family, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's good. That's mature. But it's also like you're, you're writing about, you can't be writing about your mom or your, your kid's mom. You right, exactly. I mean? So I, it would think, be I think it's a mature stuff for Kanye, which we haven't always seen, mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah. I would be really sad if he was just like out here, like is, how he did to Taylor Swift. Is he still dating uh, the other mom? So I've heard conflicting reports. In the mainstream media, they are saying, yes, him and Irina Shayk are still together. But you know, the underground uh, blind item, Dumois, there's conflicting reports, but according to legitimate outlets, yes. Is Dumois factual? Um, I have been on Dumois a few times, and they're constantly lying on my name. Um, but I do think, for the most part, it's somewhat factual, yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you read Dumois? I'm not, but I have stuff sent to me about Dumois. You're I, always on it. Yeah, and I'm like, I wasn't even on the West Side Highway. And oh, like, oh, really? I spotted running over there. I was like, no, no. Well, I do think that Dumois posts like a few days late. So if mm -hmm. like she posts something on Wednesdays about you running on the West Side Highway... Which does sound like something you would do. But I haven't even been in New York. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, that that's fair. Because sometimes she's delayed, I mean, but sometimes she's old, wrong. Though. I don't know when it was, but yeah, yeah, so. Where do you run? Set the record straight to DeMoss' face. Jupiter, Florida. Where? Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Is yeah. that where you live full time? Pretty much now, yeah. And you still have a place here that you share with I do. your I do. I'm still brother, Matt James? My, yes, my, my uh, little big brother, Matt James. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's been quite a ride for Matt James. It has. He's, he's been through a journey, but he's, a journey. he's doing well. He's doing well. And have you met Rachel? I have. Rachel's great. She's stunning. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. She's sweet. She's fun. And they're happy. Love to see that. Love to see that. All right, next story. I know you're dying, dying to know uh, what Mindy Kaling has to say about the Legally Blonde 3 update. Oh, yeah. She's and writing the script. <laughs> this is incredible. Mindy Kaling, Legally Blonde 3. Yes, Tyler C. read the stories. He did his homework. Um, and Mindy Kaling went on Watch Rappin's Live last night. Reese Witherspoon, round three. Gosh. Jennifer, uh, what's her name? Coolidge. Could feel like the 4th of July. Okay, so Mindy Kaling is writing the script, which is so fabulous and she went on watch what happens live last night and andy cohen of course always asking the pertinent questions the mm -hmm. things that people want to he's know great for that he's amazing so on tuesday watch what happens live with andy cohen kaling was asked to tease the project by answering a series of questions she noted that she's still working on the first draft of the script with witherspoon she also shared that the most intimidating part of the project is just capturing the voice and also things like the, the bend, bend and, and snap. snap yes mm. exactly do you know how to bend and snap yeah well you do have to stand but it's more of just like a ooh. And then like this, okay. really very well done. Um, she also notes that is there's there an actual snap. Yes, of course. Okay. Bend. Oh no, there is not an actual snap. She like snaps her wrists. Yeah, so it's more of an emotional snap. Okay, I'm learning. Bend and snap. Um, she also really fans are curious, obviously, about how Jennifer Coolidge is going to be involved in the project. She played uh, Paulette, who was really an integral character in. Reese's development, both, I think, personally and professionally. So she's, a th according to Mindy Kaling, quote, a thousand percent going to be returning in this installment. And um, I'm just, I feel like the, the script is in a good place. I'm curious how you feel about this trend, how, like, no original shows or movies are made anymore. They just, like, reboot old stuff, make more mm -hmm. sequels, prequels. What are your thoughts on that? I think I think it's good because it's nostalgia. Like, they're going to get the old people, you know, the people used to watch, uh, like, say... 
Uh, Lou Bond. It's going to bring everyone who used to watch Lou Bond 1 back to the movie theaters and watch Lou Bond 3 again. So not every movie is going to be for like the new generation. Something's mm-hmm. got to be for the older generation. Yeah, and Plus, I think... Star Wars had like 19 movies. That's true. Are you... What, what are movies are you passionate about? Like what... Like I would say in terms of franchises... I would take a bullet for the cast of Twilight. Like for the cast that's of Twilight? that's me. You're nuts. Have um, you seen Twilight? Yeah, I saw. I tried to watch like 30 minutes of the movie theater. Like you go as like a kid in middle school to go with the girl. Doesn't you count. Know what I mean, I think if you appreciate true art and true love, which I think you do, according to your book, <laughs> from what I've gathered, See, you do. If I appreciate, if you appreciate true love, you'd watch the movie Into the Blue. Paul okay. Walker, Jessica Alba, okay. just diving through the ocean. I'll watch that if you watch gold. Twilight. It's the most beautiful romantic movie in the world. Do we have a deal? I'll yeah. watch it. Oh, we gonna, we gonna do it? All right. I'll watch Into the, Blue. Into the Blue. No, I never even heard oh of it. Oh my gosh. Paul Walker with a shirt off, Jessica Alba in a bikini. Best thing in the world. Sounds like a movie I once saw called Blue Crush. Yeah, no, it's better. It's better? Okay. Better. Well, Legally Blonde 3 is coming. We are quaking, and I feel very, I feel at ease that it's in the hands of Mindy Kaling. I think she's a very, like, I'm not worried about it being bad because no, Mindy Kaling be funny, is involved. Sure. It's going to be gonna great. Be um, all right, next up, a little dating news because Offset is re- telling everyone that he lost $10,000 on his first date with Cardi B. So he went on Jimmy Kimmel and opened up to the guest host who, with, who was Anthony Anderson about the early days of his relationship with Cardi. He said, my first date, I went big. I wanted to do something that was not normally done. I wanted to have fun and not be so serious and enjoy the time. So I took her to the Super Bowl. I lost $10,000 that night. But you know what I won? My, My wife. wife. Isn't that sweet? That's beautiful. So I guess he's saying he like bet $10,000 on a game. On the game, yeah. That's lost. a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I was just in Vegas and lost $2,000 and that hurt. Crippling. So, Devastating. So, you know, him to lose $10,000, you know. I think he's all right. I, I, I think, think he'll be fine, right. yeah. He's just, that's like one of his pinky rings. What do you think is an appropriate amount of money to spend on a first date with someone you're like really excited about or just anyone on a first date it just depends on how you how big you want to do it you know i think there's no right amount of money as you know it's, it's just a grand gesture you know that's true i think making romantic gestures are important mm-hmm. you know uh that doesn't always mean money it doesn't always mean money so it could just be be creative be fun you mm-hmm. know and go for it you know you don't have to bet ten thousand i think betting ten thousand dollars is like not going to prove anything to that girl no right i you think know? that was more I think of like he a just happened to be thing. in the super bowl this <laughs> yeah, is gonna right. be fun my, my home team is playing <laughs> right. i think it had nothing to do with cardi b but he yeah. turned it around to make it what is the Tyler C. template for a first date? So this is going to be against a lot of what people believe in for first dates. I love going to dinner on a first date. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, because people are like, no, you need to have an activity. You need to go for drinks or whatever. Well, there's drinks involved. Yeah, but like what if it's atrocious and then like the meal takes so long? What if the service is bad? You can't get the check like and you literally just want to jump out a window. Yeah, and then you just then you jump out the window and you run. What are your thoughts on like ditching on a first date? It's so rude. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, you, you should, you know, if you're not enjoying yourself, you know, step up to the plate and say, hey, this isn't it for me. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, I got I to go home. Or have one of your friends call you. I have an emergency and get out. You know? That's the best. But uh, but for me, I like to have uh, dinner on the first date because if there's dead air in the conversation, it's probably not going to work anyways. That's actually a really good point. You know, like uh, I say, my first date with my my girlfriend, we sat go? we sat there for four hours and did not stop talking. We didn't even look at the menu. We just like, kept talking. And the lady, I just told the lady, like, just bring us whatever you think is good. Where what restaurant? Just, uh, I'm just trying to imagine it. Elizabeth's an Italian restaurant. How nice. Yeah, very And nice. it clearly worked. It worked. It worked. And then we went for drinks afterwards because we didn't get enough of each other. And wow. Then, and then, then we saw each other more. What's that. your, like, after dinner date move? You know, like one of these, like, a, oh, I'm tired, you know? Like trying to get out of here or trying to, like, No, make like a trying move? to progress. Uh, I, I never try to make a move on the first date. I don't think kissing on the first date is a good thing. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't try That's to kiss on the first um, date. 
traditional. Yeah, you know, I, I try. And then... Uh, so what date? So I'll tell you a funny story. I tried kissing her on the second date and she rejected me. And then... Man's rejection is God's rejection. <laughs> and then and then she's like, no, 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 you haven't showed me up. I was like, all right. And then I could have got butt hurt, but I was like, I like this girl. I'm going to keep going and going and going. And I, then I got trigger shy that I was scared to kiss her. Yeah, of course. And then the... the PTSD. The fifth date, I finally kissed her. Fifth date? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I got scared. What do you think about people who fuck on the first date? Uh, hey, if it works for them, it works for them. And that's I, true. Not everyone's going to have, you know, the same, you know, ways of doing things. So if that's the way you guys go and it works out and blossoms to a beautiful thing, great. Mm -hmm. So be it. Right. I guess that's also just like the takeaway. Every situation is different. Every person is different. There's yeah. no like rules. Yeah, exactly. But for me, I just, I want to, I want to play it slow, you know, talk, see where it goes and go from there. And how long have you, have you and your gal pal been together? Seven months. Wow. And it's going well. It's going well. Are you the marrying kind, Tyler C? Am I the marrying kind? Like, yeah. do I want to get married? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my, my biggest goal is I want to be a dad and, and a really? husband and, and have family and kids and all that. Very interesting. Do you think you'll be more of a girl dad or a boy dad? Uh, Ideally. I'll be, I'll be whatever dad I need to be. You're being a great dad to Theo I'm a right dog now. dad right now. Yeah, yeah, you're actually being more of like a boyfriend to Theo, but yeah, I think he's okay with work. that. Um, all right, next up, some salacious news out of the Hamptons. Page Six is reporting that wealthy travelers are starting bidding wars to score rooms in the Hamptons at hotels. So I didn't send you this story because it was a last-minute edition, but I'll just give you the whole play-by-play. -play. The Hamptons are so overbooked this summer, some folks are offering hotels way more than the going room rates to score reservations, the source tells Page Six. So Michael Pitsnosis, who's the owner of Naya at the Capri Hotel in Southampton, which I actually went to recently and it was completely empty, so I don't know if I believe him, um, he said, it's like the Hamptons have gone wild. It's, ho it's, it's wild out here these days. It's nearly impossible to get a hotel room on weekends in advance, let alone getting them the same day. And it says here right now that a lot of the demand coming from the Hamptons is people wanting to see uh, you, Matt James, and Rachel Kirkconnell riding skateboards throughout the Hamptons. <laughs> so what do you have to say? Do you so, have an official comment? I don't understand the Hamptons. Okay. Okay. I was just there. We also got rain down the whole time. So, it's so Were you there July 4th? I was there Memorial Day weekend. Me too. Also, so much rain. Yeah. and uh, But like we stayed at the Beach Lodge, which is like, you know, beautiful place. But I'm like, this is like, I heard so much about the Beach Lodge. I was like... Surf Lodge. Oh, I'm like, what's the Beach Lodge? Oh, Surf oh, Lodge. I'm like, yeah. this, is, this is the spot. You know? Yeah, the thing with hotels, especially in Montauk, is that almost every single one of them is technically a motel. And yeah. they're, they're renovated. Which I understand that going in. Yeah. No, it's a culture shock. Was that it, your first time? It was still very pretty, and like, and, and I, they did a great job with the space they have, but I was expecting this huge, grand hotel, all these things. And I walked up here, I'm like, this is Montauk? Yeah, no, Montauk is, at its essence, it's like very small beach town. Yeah. And it's been overrun over the last couple of years with people from the city. And now because of COVID, everyone's like so desperate for a good time. Everyone is running to the Hamptons every single weekend, especially Montauk. Yeah. So was that your first time? That was my, I went to Cut Jog, which is like the other side yeah. of it. That's beautiful. Yes, quieter. That's beautiful. We were staying at my buddy's house. They have a ton of money. It was the coolest house, one of the coolest houses I've ever been in. So that was great. Um, but, you know, I live by the beach in Jupiter. I'm going to keep my beach down there. Yes, it's probably more civilized down there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a we little wild. We know how to act around the beach down there. What would you say? So we know how to act around the beach yes, down there. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I have just remembered something. Okay. During quarantine, you were in a house in the beginning. Yes. What was it called? Like the quarantine house? Is that what it was called? Quarantine crew. Yeah. Quarantine crew. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, me and Jackie spoke about it a lot because you guys were having so much fun. But it, it appeared as though no one was ever taking out the trash. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
And it did kind of bother us because, oh you know, gosh. it's boys and girls and you're living in close quarters and you're yeah. dancing and you're having fun. But no one's taken out the trash. <laughs> the trash piled up. And the trash still like it's like it happens so quick now, uh, you know, but like then we had like nine people, eight people in the house at all times. And it was like a little 1300 square foot house. Right. So, I mean, three bedrooms. It was it was chaos. Right. And so, the trash, you can confirm, was very rarely taken out. The trash was taken out. Probably once or twice a day, but that's how quick things were happening. Oh my God, what were yeah. you guys eating? I mean, think about all the mouse of It's a lot of people, my, yeah. Me and my brothers, you have Matt, Brown Bear, all these guys, mm -hmm. you know. So it was, it was a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of trash being, and, and guys aren't the best at keeping things in order, you know. I think that's a fair but, statement. You know, you should see the house now. I got everyone out of there. Whose house was it? Was it a rental? Was it your house? It was, it was my house. Interesting. Okay, yeah. but now you feel like you've kind of cleansed the energy. Yes, I got a lot of stuff out of there. You know what I mean? Like, so this also adds to the trash is everyone sends all their PR boxes to you. Right? That's very fair. It's literally Christmas every morning. You and wake you up were with Hannah Brown, who at the time was just off the Dancing with the Stars. So it was a million and one things there. You yeah. Know? And so like as soon as you open something up, there's more trash and more trash and you know like the little kernels everywhere. Yeah. It was nuts. The was popcorn, nuts. the packaging yeah. popcorn. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm so glad we really cleared that up. That's been bothering me for a while. And I know Jackie will be really excited about it. Good, good. Um, we have a little bit more pop culture news brought to you by Liquid IV. The hot summer months here are here, and we need to be proactive to keep our body fueled and hydrated. And if you have a hard time drinking water like I do, then Liquid IV is a time-saving item that you really just need to stock up on. They hydrate you faster and more efficiently than water alone. Liquid IV contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than, or than an orange, and it has as much potassium as a banana. It is healthier than a sugary sports drink there's no artificial flavors or preservatives and it has less sugar than an apple it's made with clean ingredients non-gmo vegan um and it's free of gluten dairy and soy it's great for hydration especially when it's super hot out and also it's really great for a hangover so take it before during after you'll thank me later one stick of liquid iv in a 16 ounce bottle of water hydrates you faster and more efficiently than water alone and they're doing so much good they've donated over 11 million servings of liquid iv globally and 4 million servings in response to covid19 they donate to hospitals first responders food banks veterans active military so you can spend money knowing that your money's doing doing some work grab your liquid iv in bulk nationwide at costco or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code TOAST at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code TOAST at liquidiv.com. All right. Wow. This, Everyone loves some good liquid IV, huh? It's really fabulous. It is good. Do you get drunk, Tyler C? Yeah. You do? <laughs> yeah. What's your beverage of choice? Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> What's your beverage of choice? Uh, Smirnoff Vodka 21, number one vodka flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a paid partnership, but I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, our last story is a little business news, a little tech news. Yes. Do you use Venmo? I do use Venmo. Have you ever had like fans of The Bachelor or people who are they you always know, finding find your stuff through your Venmo? Yeah. Do they send you requests? Do I they heard send that's you how money? They solved uh, Colton season. Yes, they were going through the Venmo. Account is Venmo, Venmo and there's also a TikTok account. Are you on TikTok? Yes. Yes. Do you like it? Like, do you scroll it religiously? I've been on it in a long time. Do you uh, follow me? Can you follow me back? I'll follow you back. Thank you. Yeah. You'll be one of my seven followers. H how many um, followers do you have? I have like 900,000. 900? Yeah. I'm out here working so hard for my 150. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> Should I, have been dancing during quarantine. No, I know. But like the dancing, let's talk about the dancing. I'm so glad you brought that up. How do you remember all the steps? I don't. I, so first of all, I, 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 I like look back and I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I look like such an idiot. But I'm like, there was nothing to do. There was nothing besides to do. That, we don't you know blame I mean? you, Tyler. We and don't like, judge everyone you. Everyone was on it, and I and like, 
And like my girlfriend now makes so much fun of me for it. You know what I mean? As she should, yes. And and it's so funny to look back on. I'm like, yo, we were in such a crazy place at that point. And Emotionally. That's all we did, yeah. And, and like, I mean, we were just having fun with it. You know, what kind of stupid concepts or ideas we come up to now. But now I'm just like, the world's back to normal somewhat. I'm busy again. You're no longer dancing. I'm no longer dancing. Hmm. But it's maybe I'll be dancing soon. Yes. on the, With the stars? No, no, no. Why not? Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? I'm just, just, soon, just soon to say I'm going to be dancing soon. He's going to be dancing soon. Okay, wait, like, okay, I'll spiral after this so I can think about <laughs> what that means. Um, okay, so Venmo is having a little bit of an update. They are getting rid of one of their most rec- recognizable features, and in my opinion, one of the worst features. Venmo is getting rid of the feed that shows users' payments to strangers. It's part of a drastic redesign that's rolling out in the coming weeks. The mobile payment app, which is owned by PayPal, which I found to be really interesting, announced the changes on Tuesday, explaining that getting rid of the global feed is part of its ongoing efforts to continually evolve the Venmo platform. Moving forward, users will only see payments between friends when they open the app. Okay, I've always thought it's so bizarre how, like, I could open my Venmo. I won't know a single person on. I'm like, who the fuck are these people? And what is it connected to? Like, I'll see some random person from high school. I'll be like, how do you know that I know that person? Yeah. Who comes up on so, your so here's, famous people? Here I think is only no, I don't even know. So here's right. what I think is going to affect only. Okay. The police. The police. The police, because like the thing about, it, I feel like all the drug deals go on on um, Venmo. You know what I that's mean? That's actually a really good point. <laughs> so yeah. the police aren't going to be like knowing like, okay, this guy put a ski emoji in July. Right. This guy's not skiing in July. Stop. You know what I mean? Like the police aren't going to know where to go. I just want to say, if you've ever bought drugs on Venmo, I don't think there's a stupider thing that you could do. Like talk about leaving a paper trail. Yeah, like, exactly. The the thing about drugs but is I that you pay with cash. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, that's a very interesting take. I I wasn't expecting that, but I'm so glad you brought that up. The police are going to be struggling now. I also just feel like Venmo needs to stop trying to be like a social media platform. Like it's a platform to send and receive money. Like I really don't care. Even though sometimes it's interesting to see like married couples, like splitting dinner bills. That's pretty fascinating. You you see that? Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah. So so here's, here's or like someone charging someone for like one drink, $7. Like just buy your friend a drink. There's tea to it. Yeah, there's tea. Cash app has no tea to it. So that's why cash app's not as cool. But there's tea. I'm like, I don't care that my literal like random friend from camp 11 years ago and her husband split dinner. Like, that's interesting. But I would like to see like, does Tyler charge his girlfriend for dinner? You know, that's what I would like to say. You should be able to follow celebrities on Venmo and see like what, because on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they were at a supermarket one time and Teddy Mellencamp paid for all the groceries and then she like Venmoed all the women, which I thought was weird because like your dad's John Mellencamp, just pick Mm -hmm. up the grocery bill. But that's what I find interesting. And I would love to follow celebrity finances maybe maybe that's a new thing you do what's your most recent venmo transaction i i haven't i haven't venmoed any all my uber eats is connected to venmo you can see what i'm eating oh what do you eat uh i had i had a uh, mufungo last night oh wow yesterday. yeah uh, that's a puerto rican uh yeah. cuisine yeah yeah where where'd you get it from uh, just some place around me dominican cuisine i think it's called interesting yeah Oh, what what do you like to eat, Tyler? Well, What's everything, everything. Okay, but so if you were on an island, hypothetically, so if I was on an island, I was need a restoration hardware burger every day, and I'd mm-hmm. survive. So like a burger, a burger. Do you think you could ever go like meat free? I think I could in time. In time. In time. Right now, I'm having too much fun eating it. Yeah, of course. I'm like barbecuing now, I'm grilling. Yeah. So like, yeah, not now. In Jupiter. In Jupiter. I don't know if you know this, and I'm just trying to. I want you to walk out of here with the most possible pop culture like information. I'm learning. Jupiter is really important to me. Yeah. Because that is where Luann de Lesseps was supposed to be the night she got arrested in Palm Beach. And she got arrested for drunken disorderly conduct. And that kind of spiraled this journey for her 
where she thought she needed to get sober. And currently she is sober. It's been a long journey for her to get there, but she was supposed to go visit her brother in Jupiter. And literally the night before she was in Palm Beach and she like stumbled into the wrong hotel room, wasted, got Damn. arrested, and then like resisted arrest. And I think she like attacked a police officer. So in case you're ever wondering why Jupiter, Florida is historically significant. That's why. That's why. Mm, not Burt Reynolds or that. No. But that's why. I got it. And technically, it's it's a global story because Luanda Lesseps is a countess. Her family... Well, Who's Luanda Lesseps? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> so, you know what the Real Housewives of New York is, right? Yes. So, Luanda Lesseps was one of the original... Is that orig- Bethany Franklin? Yes, very yeah. good. Okay. So, and her and Luann have gone at it for years. Are they friends now? I don't think so. No, damn. So, Luann... Luann would join the show as a countess. Her husband was Count Deliceps, a very prestigious family from Ooh, France. Oh, we got pause. What is Countess Count? Oh, it's the like only Duke, thing I'm Duchess. Is how many chicken tenders are in my basket? Make uh, sure I got them all. <laughs> it's a title in British aristocracy. So uh. they, she comes, her husband came from a long line of aristocrats. Her family was, well, his family was responsible for uh, building the Suez Canal. Mm. So it, it was kind of a big deal that she was on the show. And they had this lovely townhouse, and he was never around. Um, but then they got divorced. And she decided to keep the name Countess, mm. um, the title. I would. Yeah, of course. And she kind of, whenever she's asked about it, because they're like, you're not really a countess. She says, well, Queen Latifah is not a queen. Mm-hmm. And Lady Gaga is not a lady. So, honestly, she made a good point. So, she's been on the show now for like 10 years. And it's kind of been this fall from grace from her. She was like one of the wealthiest housewives. She lives in a townhouse on the Upper East Side. A huge house in the Hamptons. Then they got divorced. And then she was like living in this cottage in Sag Harbor and then like a rental, one bedroom in the city. It got dark for a minute. But she came out on the other side of her arrest in Palm Beach when she was supposed to be headed to Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of... Um, so Jupiter made her better. It made her worse before uh, it made her better. Exactly. But that's life. I've been there too in Jupiter at that of moment. Of course. <laughs> I've been there too like in my bedroom. Um, okay, next up, today's Wednesday. All right. And Wednesday is the day, well, actually, we moved it to Tuesdays, but I wanted to do it with you, so we moved it back to Wednesday for this week. Dear Toasters. Uh, you're so special. Um, our advice segment, you can always write in deartoasters at gmail.com. And today, Tyler's going to give out his best advice for some of our toasters who are going through, shall we say, a difficult time. Okay. And the Dear Toast- Toaster segment is brought to you by Movement. Movement watches, I know you have one, I've seen it on your Instagram, in a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts. Daniel Wellington, don't te- try me. Teamed, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all the rules with fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs. Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Now Movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from screens, minimalist jewelry, and more style essentials that don't break the bank all designed out of their california headquarters and movement is celebrating their eight-year anniversary on july 20th by running a huge site-wide sale everything is 28 percent off that's 28 percent off of all their best-selling watches blue light glasses jewelry and more the quality is unmatched and they're modern watches for a fair price they're super durable as well and their sunglasses come with uv rated polarized lenses and they're going all out for their eighth birthday so if you've been wanting to get something this is their biggest sale of the year take advantage Celebrate eight years of movement with 28% off site wide. That's mvmt.com slash toast to enjoy that 28% off. That's 28% off site wide at mvmt.com slash toast. Okay, here is our advice. People, Let's do it. People are quaking. They, they need you, Tyler. 
Hi, Claudia and Jackie. Well, hello, Claudia and Tyler. Thank you for being the laughs and positivity in my day. You're so welcome. I'm writing you live from my childhood bedroom. Tonight, my boyfriend of eight years came home from work and told me that he wasn't happy. We are high school sweethearts, went through college together, have lived together for two years, and we just resigned a two-year lease together and even have a dog. Ooh. Him telling me this comes as a total shock, to say the least. Long story short, my parents came to pick me up from our house and I came home. I told him... I'd come home for dinner this weekend and we could talk about our next steps. He promised me he would not break up this weekend during dinner. I literally love this man with my whole heart and really want this to work. We've never had a problem like this in our relationship and I feel totally blindsided. What do I do now? Do I go Friday and say I'll move out for a month? He's my best friend and I really thought I'd marry him. Please help. I really don't want to tell my friends yet until something is figured out. Sincerely, a weeping toaster. That's really sad. Tyler? That's sad. It's tough. So, so here's, I have two things. One... Sometimes you need some time. Yes. You know what I mean? It's space to figure out what you need. But here's my second thing. I think he's not happy because what's the next steps? They've just been doing the same thing now forever, ever, and ever. Yeah. Like, they need to take the next step. The High next school, lead. college. High school, college. Now they're living together. Like, what are you waiting on? Yeah. You know? But also, I think you need a little, you need a little zhuzh because at the end of the day, and I know it's easier said than done, obviously, like, I don't think you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you. Of course. And... It sounds like you're maybe hanging on to something that's been over for a while. Yeah, and, and just because he may not be happy with himself doesn't mean he's not happy with you. That's true. So I think he's got to do some soul searching. She's got to do some soul searching. I think she knows where she wants to be. Yeah. He's got to figure out where he wants to be. Um, I will always say this, though. The grass is not greener on the other side. And that so guy true. could be thinking that, but it's really not. It's only greener where you put the water. Yeah. And so, you know, I hope, you know, he comes to his senses and, and, and finds that this is where he wants to be. He already spent so much time, but I think it's time for them to start progressing and take the next steps and start thinking about what life is together instead of just like doing day-to-day -day stuff. Doing the same things from high school. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. But also, know your worth. Like, if someone's like trying to get rid of you, like, bye. Like, exactly. You may deserve better. Yeah, no, and I don't like people. Like, if you don't want to be around me, go fuck yourself. I'm awesome. So are you. <laughs> All right, next up, dear Claudia and Tyler. We have a workplace situation. Okay, well, not a workplace situation any longer, but a potential romance that started within the office walls. I had a flirty relationship with a guy in another department for roughly a month. When he put in his notice that he had accepted a job elsewhere, the relationship turned a new leaf. On his last day at the job, we celebrated with a few rounds of drinks and ended up returning to the office for a late night smooch and sleepover. At the office? Yes! The romance was fun and potentially something I could see a future in. He then asked me to go on a date the following weekend, which included drinks and a movie. I said in a carefree and not so serious manner that he could Venmo me for the tickets and the snacks. 48 hours later, much to my shock, a $20 Venmo request came through. I'm now fully rethinking the romance. Is this acceptable because I offered? Is it atrocious as I feel it is? Um, a fact to keep in mind is that um, I'm 30, he's 27. Help a girl out. Is the Venmo request the kiss of death on this relationship? Um, she Venmoed him? He sent her a request. Oh, he sent her After request? the date. Even though she was like, well, if you want to send me a Venmo, like, let me know. And then he did, like, a day later. Oh, man. He shouldn't have offered. Okay. First of but all. But he's also younger. He's younger. She should have never said that. Of course. Right? Second of all, guys, we can't do this. We got to step up. We got to pay the bill. We got to... You know, like do the right thing. You know, of course. I, you know, like to me, I have a. I, this is my belief. When I'm dating someone, I'm with somebody. It's my investment into the relationship too. It's like yeah. it's like it's me going. I don't need you to put. You know, I'll say if I need money, if I'm down and out, then maybe help me out. But 
There's a difference between being cheap and being poor. Yeah. And being cheap is the worst thing you can do, especially when you're trying to court someone. Exactly. So it's all about how you act. And if you, and I think it would be better to go on a date that's less expensive than to go on something you can't afford and send someone a Venmo request. Exactly. Like, for instance, like I have a friend who's, who's trying to become a college coach or an NFL coach. Mm-hmm. The starting pay is, is you're broke. Right. You don't make any money, you mm-hmm. know? And he's got a, an amazing girlfriend, and she helps with some of, of the course. stuff. Of course, you know, and and but he, you know, she knows like when it's time, he's gonna step up. You yes, know what I mean? but that's but, a relationship. But that's, that's, that's like the poor, not cheap part, you know right? What I mean? But like, I think this guy's just being cheap. I mean, they work together; they're in the same departments. Like, they have similar salaries. Right, sounds like, like you have a nice job. You got a new job at a new place. Yeah, like, you probably got paid a little bit more. Yeah, a bonus. Know? So I don't think I don't think it's a kiss of death, but like. This guy might be a cheap ass and this guy might suck. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't feel very good about it. Yeah. And, um... Let's let's just give him the X. Yeah, I think, like, don't waste your time. What are your thoughts? We're done with Oh, my God. Yes, I love that you use the gavel. We're serving justice. Justice in the court. Okay, sir, sir, we like to do it over here. It's a little loud, yeah. It doesn't feel as good. You scare. Stop, please. Oh, my God. You scared the shit out of me. Um, The other thing I was going to say was a question for you. At what point in the relationship does it then become, like, normal to, like, split stuff? Like, you're in a relationship? Or do you you think the man, in in a heteronormative relationship, like, a guy should pay for the girl, like, up until they get married? Like, when does that end? I don't remember. See, I have a very traditional look on this. Like, Mm -hmm. the way I was uh, raised, my dad and everything, like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to take care of everything I can. You know what I mean? You're going to take care of me. And whatever you do, whatever you bring in is like whatever you want to bring in. You right. Know what I mean? like, but like to me, I think the most important job in the world is to be a, to be a parent. Agreed. And to be a mom. And so like if, that, if you want to be a mom or if you want to work and be a mom, like it's whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to argue that. But I know my intentions is I'm going to try and provide for myself, for you, and for and the family. kids and everything in the future. You know? So I'm going to try and take care of everything. I appreciate that. All right, final one before we let Tyler go. Theo's devastated. I just want to point out how you and Theo have been holding hands yeah. the entire time, and it's so sweet. He's going to be devastated when you walk out of here. I'm taking and, him with me. And he's also able I need, to I read. have a shoot next, okay? I use him for my shoot. 100%. Does All he get paid right. for Fly First well, Class? Well, I'm not even getting paid. Theo knows <laughs> Theo knows what a suitcase is, and it really triggers him because it really? means like, yeah. And so when you leave here with he has a suitcase, he's going to be devastated. Oh, he's going to yelp, I'm telling you. All right, final one. Hello, Claudia and Tyler. Um, I need your help. I've been dating my 25-year-old boyfriend for two and a half years now, and I moved in with him eight months ago. Since I moved in with him, it has become apparent that he severe <laughs> that he severely lacks basic, basic hosting slash guest etiquette. Most recently, he and I were invited to our friend's apartment for a movie night. I suggested we bring spike seltzers, intending to give them to the host upon arrival. While I finished getting ready, he packed up the drinks and we headed over. When we get there, he <laughs> sorry. He plops the bag with the seltzers onto their countertop, reaches in, and grabs a drink for himself. Not only did he not give the drinks to the host, I realized he had packed the already open box of seltzers that we had, as opposed to the fresh unopened box I had intended for him to bring. Mortified and not wanting to draw attention to my boyfriend's misbehavior, I played it off as if I hadn't noticed. We watched the movie, and when it was finished, we started getting our things to head home. As I'm putting my shoes back on, I see him... He grabs, he grabs the seltzers. Oh my God. As I'm putting my shoes back on, I see him reach into the host's fridge, grab the leftover seltzers that he brought and put them in our bag. Oh man. When we left, I told him this is not appropriate guest behavior, but he thought it was not a big 
big deal because it was a casual movie night. Am I overreacting or does my boyfriend have no manners? Please let me know your thoughts. Your advice is much needed. Sincerely, an embarrassed toaster. That's so funny. <laughs> and that's bad. Like, there's nothing worse than people who aren't, like, good home guests. Yes. Don't offer to help clean up. Don't bring a gift. So I hear you, and I think this is really inappropriate, and I think you're not overreacting at all. I would be mortified if Ben did that. It's definitely inappropriate. It's definitely not good. But the guy needs – sometimes the guy's a little rough around the edges. Yes. And you got to polish him up a little bit, teach him these things. Shouldn't be your job. Yes. But sometimes you have to. And it's, gotta, it's important if he's willing to learn and receptive to it. If he's not, then you got to get rid of him. You Stop! Oh, my God. It's so loud. We're going to get noise complaints. Um, I agree with you. I think in a lot of straight men, a lot of work needs to be done. Think of the man you were when you were 18. How do you feel you're different now, Tyler? Even the man I was at 25. Mm -hmm. How old are you? Uh, I'm 28 now. Jeez. Wow. Uh, yeah, An but, but you know what I thought was funny is like they bring seltzers. Like I, I would bring wine to someone's house. Yes. you know what I mean. But it's a, that's also like a lifestyle thing. Like yeah. some people seltzers are. I mean, you talk a lot of shit for someone wearing a white claw shirt. It's not a white claw shirt. It's, it's a skateboarding a, company. It's a white claw logo. <laughs> it's a skateboarding company. I'm just saying seltzers. <laughs> seltzers are good. I like seltzers. Not gonna lie. Yeah, me too. What's they're your dangerous. seltzer of choice? They're dangerous. Truly, I like Trulies. They have good flavors. I like Smirnoff seltzers. Yeah, they're good. The actually, peach ones. Very. I good. actually had a Smirnoff seltzer like a week ago, just because it was the only thing in the fridge. But it was pretty good. It was good. I put it in with a little tequila. It was pretty. There you um, go. Yeah. Spice it up a little bit. Um, are you a tequila or a vodka drinker? If you had to choose, anything clear, I'm good with. So I like vodka. I like tequila. I like gin. Mm-hmm. So. It's clear that anytime I ask you a question, you have some sort of paid partnership. So I'll stop asking questions about alcohol. Because well, well, Barry's over there. Yeah, no, every I know. Time, every time I answer, I look at her. Tyler, I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, Barry. Um, okay, well, I just have to say, I have so enjoyed getting to know you on a deeper level. I hope that you will leave here with not only a love for Theo, which I think is unmatched, um, a greater understanding of, you know. Pop culture. Pop culture. Yeah. And I hope now maybe I have a lot you're, of go- names to learn. you're going to the airport. Grab a People magazine. There's you want, a- do you want to hear my pop culture story? Do I want to hear your pop culture story? I'm assuming it's not about Gigi Hadid, but yeah, continue. Sorry. Her name. Oh, what's, what's the girl's name who was in Mean Girls? Lindsay Lohan. Tina. Ma- T- Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. So I'm with like like I don't think it was you, but I forgot what agents we were with. We were in an elevator in L.A. and Tina Fey was in the elevator, and everyone's like. You know, and you just, obviously didn't. I'm know over who here she probably is. like picking my nose, like not paying attention. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she gets out of the elevator, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you know how it is?" I was like, "No." They're like, "That's Tina that. Fey." I'm like, "Who's Tina Fey?" And they're like, "You don't know who Tina Fey is?" You never watched Thirty educated. Rock? No. Do you watch TV? Not really. No, I watch. I, I watch Dirty John. Have you what? seen Dirty John? That's what you watch? <laughs> Dirty John season one is crazy. Well, I'm, you know, I'm glad that's on Bravo. So that's the same network. That was as, on Bravo? Yes, that's the same network wow. as Luann and Bethany. Bravo's got some heaters. Yeah, that was like one of a few scripted shows they did. That, that and that show you know got Bravo divorced. Bravo also is the host of? What? Barkitecture. Great show about... A, I thought that was on Quibi. It was on Quibi, but it was brought to you by Bravo. It was about this guy, strong muscles, It was your show, houses. yes. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah you were show. building houses for dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. And you never offered to make the one. We didn't make it to the East Coast yet. You know, yeah. We got canceled once Quibi got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which famous dogs did you make houses for on that show? Uh, we did um, Tiana Taylor's dog. Did you know who she was? Yes, I knew who she okay. was because I like her music. Yeah. Um, 
We did Kyle Richards, Real Housewives yes, of Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. She has a lot of dogs. She was which, super cool. Which dog? All of them. We made a massive house for all A of mansion? Them. Uh, it was like a dog mansion for sure. Wow. Um, we did uh, Vanderpump. More more reality television. Yeah, we don't. She didn't. I we walked don't like in there. Her. She thought I was the coffee person. So Shut I, up! <laughs> she had no idea who I was or what I was doing there. What'd she like, ask you for? Uh, a latte. She just like looked at me. She like, what are you doing? I'm I was like, crying. I was like, I'm actually the host of the show here. <laughs> and so that was interesting. Uh, who else was that we did? Uh, Joel McHale. Oh, cool. Did you used to watch a soup? Uh, I watched episodes before I went to right. see him, so I knew what I was doing. Out of respect, yeah. of course, of course, of course. <laughs> but Joel McHale was cool. He was super cool. But like, he's a he's a comedian, and so he's just so out in left field. I have mm-hmm. no idea what he's talking about while I'm trying to ask him. So what do you want this house to look like? He's talking about some floating river over here what? and all this stuff. I'm like, Joel, like focus, you know. Yeah. And uh, who else? We did Lily Singh. That cool. was a cool. That was a cool house. Uh, but yeah, you know, the show's canceled, so we don't have to talk about it anymore. No, that sounds like a really exciting show. It's, it's on, on Roku, Roku now. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Demi Lovato's going to have a new show on Roku, the Demi Lovato show. I can't mm. wait to not watch it. I think it. Mike Johnson's guest. Oh, wait. No, he's not. Oh, you know what? What do you think about this trend? I guess it really started with Sarah Hyland and Wells mm-hmm. um, of people coming off The Bachelor and dating celebrities. I mean, you really kind of took the trophy, but. I, I don't think the trend's going on anymore. I mean, I guess Mike Johnson kind of ruined it for everyone. Yeah. Freaking Mike. Freaking Mike. Do you think he should have been the bachelor? I think he would have made a great bachelor. Me too. You know, I think we've all had great ones ever since. I don't know if I would agree with that. I think I think a <laughs> lot of a, a lot of Americans be, trying to be PC. I think here. a lot of Americans <laughs> would literally like to have their brains removed after watching Peter's season. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna put I mean if you just watch his Instagram sometimes you'll need your brain removed. I mean his TikTok <laughs> honestly somebody needs to take his phone away. Barb yeah. needs to take his phone away. Yeah. Do you still watch the Bachelor? Bachelor? Uh, I have not. Yeah. Ever since Matt's season I have not kept up. Got it. But you watch Matt's. I watched a little bit of Matt's, yeah. So much drama. It was a lot, a lot, a lot of juice. Um, okay, well, that's really all the questions I had for you. Um, I so want to thank you for being here. Everyone make sure to check out Tyler's book. It comes out January 27th. It's called You Deserve Better. July 27th. Next week. July, is that what I said? <laughs> yeah, that's when my book came out. Uh, July 27th. What life has taught me about love, relationships, and becoming your best self? You look very handsome on the cover. Thank you. Was this taken in Jupiter? This was taken in Miami. Ooh, heading north, I think. South. Um, south. And there's little pictures in the middle. That's you and your mom. I won't spoil it, but that's a really cute picture. And you look so different. That's when I was a baby. I was a, like a sophomore in high school there. You get like a face transplant or something? <laughs> no. You look so different. I was Still handsome, but yeah, just different. Just baby. Um, check it out. Available audiobook, ebook, Amazon, all the places. Um, you Deserve Better by Tyler Cameron. Tyler, thank you for being here. Um, thank you for having me. Theo is never going to be the same. No. And it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you today. And you guys as well. Happy hump day. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IRA, to Castbox, all the places where you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Toast, leave a five-star review, but a beautiful sounding and smart we are. Have an amazing hump day. Make sure to hump someone you love. I'm going to hump Theo consensually. And I will see you guys tomorrow for our final in-studio show. We have a special guest co-host, somebody people have been requesting for a while. And then Friday, we're podcast only. We're checking in with Jackie on her vacation. So we'll see you tomorrow morning. Bye.